name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run into, and they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, the righteous run into, and they are saved. can say amen to that. Blessed be the name of the Lord most high. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and we believe that we're in his name tonight. Amen. We thank and praise God for being here on a nice warm day. Hallelujah. God is good, isn't he? <laughs> He's mindful of all of us. Amen. <laughs> praise God. But we Love coming. We love coming here. Appreciate all of you and certainly appreciate Brother Ed, wonderful brother and friend and man of God in the Lord and appreciate him and his family and his church family. Amen. Good to see familiar faces. I'm not going to go through all the names, but we just love God. Praise the Lord. Dirtu Benice. That's for Roseanne. Hallelujah. Let's just have a word of prayer and we'll get right into the word. If you have a need tonight, you can acknowledge it by an uplifted hand unto the Lord. Lord Jesus, Father, you see the hands that are lifted to you tonight, Lord. But Lord, most of all, you see our hearts, Lord, and how we yearn for a greater experience with you, Lord. Lord, a, a greater outpouring of your presence in our lives, Lord. Lord, not to just be able to say that we're Christians, Lord, but... Father, to walk by it daily, Lord, and to know that you're with us, Lord. And Father, help our attitudes to be able to understand, Lord, that whatever happens, whatever comes in front of us, Lord, whatever we come up to, it's all in the hand of God. And Lord, you've already made provisions for it, Lord. So, Father, help us to 
have the right mindset, Lord, and help us to never mumble and complain against our walk. But, Lord, let us have the attitude like Paul, Lord, to say if we glory, we'll glory in the things that we suffered, Lord, knowing that whatever we're doing as children of God is working for our good. And, Lord, we, we appreciate you tonight, Lord, and we just ask you to touch those needs, Lord. And, Father God, just help us, Lord, to not want anything, Lord, that you don't have for us, Lord. And, Lord, help us to crave, Lord, the things of the kingdom, Lord, and not the things of this, this world. Lord, we pray that you continue to bless this church, Lord, and all those connected to it, Lord. And, Father God, help each and every individual, Lord, to follow you, Lord. And, and we're not following one another, but we're following you, Lord. Amen. And, Lord God, we just ask, Lord, as we always say, forgive us for our sins and trespasses, Lord. And, Father, we pray that the blood would be applied to it right now, Lord. For we know that that blood still has power. Amen. Lord, it still has power to save power to heal and deliver, Lord. And Lord, we just put the service into your hands, Lord, and we thank you for what you're going to do and what you've already done. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Let the church say amen. 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 If you have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, and um, let's start reading at verse 24. Mark 5 and 24. <clears throat> if you have it, say amen. amen. The Bible says, And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. Amen. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? <laughs> Let's go to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Verse 7, Galatians 6 and verse 7, the Bible says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth of his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth of the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Let's pay attention to this verse. 
as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Amen. May the Lord bless the read of his word. You can have your seats. Tonight, by the grace of God, I want to use for a subject, sow faith and reap evidence. Sow faith and reap evidence. But my inspiration tonight is making a contact with God. You know, uh, if I can, I, I want to start off, you know, just kind of reading a quote that just kind of got me going. You know, my, uh, I, I believe that the message of the hour in the Bible, it doesn't get old no matter how many times you read it. You know, you can read Genesis uh, over and over, and it'll continue to be fresh. And you can listen to a certain message over and over, and it'll continue to be fresh. And you know, uh, uh, lately, I've been listening to the message, Perfect Faith. And, 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 and there's more and more and more coming out of it to me. You know, but just to think about that thought, Perfect Faith, you know. You know, uh, the prophet made a statement in his message, and he, if, if you don't mind me, I'm going to start reading that verse, uh, uh, paragraph 33. The, the, the prophet says, notice. Now, he's talking about faith. He says, notice. It is something that you possess, not imagination. If you really have it, it's just as real to you as any other thing that could be. It's just as real as you know that, that you're riding in your automobile. Now, let's just stop right there. How many of us came here tonight in an automobile? <laughs> it seems very elementary, doesn't it? That the prophet is saying tonight that faith, hallelujah, your perfect faith is just as real as that ride to church tonight. <laughs> now, how many rode to church tonight? He said, perfect faith, hallelujah, is not an imagination. Did you imagine yourself being in that car? No, it was something real. Hallelujah. Who, who, I won't, I won't, did you drive the person that drove? Raise your hand. Hallelujah. It was just as real as that steering wheel you touched. Hallelujah. Now, he's talking about perfect faith. It's not an imagination. Now, he also, he begins to say, he said, it's just as real as you know that you're sitting in the church. Oh, my. Where are we tonight? We're in a church. Is anybody in a ball field? Is anybody in a restaurant? No, we're in a church. And the prophet of God is saying that perfect faith, the faith that's going to get us out of here is just as real as that seat you're sitting in tonight. We got two things that's confirming how real perfect faith is to us already. We came in an automobile, correct. Somebody say correct. We arrived here in an automobile, correct. And then he says, it's just as real as you sitting in church. Are we in church? Correct. So what I'm talking about tonight is tangible. We possess it. 
Now, I'm not going to say we're going to possess it because we rode in the automobile. Hallelujah. And we are in church. It already happened. Woo! God doesn't have to add to it. It already happened. <laughs> the faith is here. He says it's just as real as you hearing my voice. Oh, can anybody hear me tonight? Oh, another confirmation that faith is in the building. I want you, I want you, to, I want you to catch what I'm saying tonight. Hallelujah. What I'm going to deal, what I'm dealing with tonight is the contact of faith. Hallelujah. Reaping and sowing. Hallelujah. But, but, but when you think about reaping and sowing, you sow first. Hallelujah. And then you reap the evidence of what was sold. Hallelujah. So God has already sold, hallelujah, faith in his people. He's given us a word of perfect faith. And if we receive that word of perfect faith, we will reap the evidence of what we believe. Listen, it's just as real as my voice. It is a substance, hallelujah. Not an imagination, not an emotion, but something that you have, and it comes to you by hearing the word of God, and that only, hallelujah. Now, when we come to church, what do we hear? The word of God. So if you're hearing the word of God, that means perfect faith is just as real as you hearing my voice tonight. Oh, my. Faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God, that puts it back to where your faith then is not some individual, hallelujah, because you drove the car, hallelujah. You sat in the seat, hallelujah. You're hearing my voice. You can't put it on the, you can't put it on brother head tonight. You drove here just as real as the automobile. You made up in your mind, I'm coming to church, and you're here. And you're hearing my voice unless you're sitting here doing like this. So everything about faith is happening to you as an individual tonight. That puts it back to where your faith then is not, it's not on some it's not in some individual, it's not in a man, it's not an organization, it's not in a group of people, it's, it's in God. Because God is the word. See, your faith is in God. Now, I want to drop down to this next, this next part here, chapter, verse of 39. He says, and I want you to get this now, get this now, church. I want you to get this now. He says, we, the church, has got to lift itself into the power of God. Hallelujah. How we are too close to the end. Now I believe the church is in condition where we can teach it a little deeper things and rub some of the make-believe out. So there's another level of faith that God wants us to bring us to greater than you just saying, I believe in a prophet. No. 
It's an individual life that comes up to an understanding of what God has revealed. Hallelujah. He said deeper things and rub out some of the make-believe out. See? And get into something real. See? It's got to be something that you know. Hallelujah. And the reason why people are getting sidetracked and all these other things, because the faith of this message has not been revealed to them. Hallelujah. The faith of this word, Jesus Christ himself, has not been revealed to them. Faith is what? Faith is a revelation. Faith is a revelation. Driving a car is a revelation. Riding a bike is a revelation. Cooking a steak is a revelation. But then God says, I want you to get into something deeper than just ordinary driving a car. Ordinary coming to church. Ordinary hearing the voice of the preacher. Hallelujah. It has to be something that God is revealing to you as an individual. For your Christian journey. Hallelujah. Now. Let's talk about sowing and reaping for a second. Now, when we think about sowing, the first thing we think about is a seed. Hallelujah. Planting a seed. And when a farmer, yes, Edmonton is full of country grounds and a lot of grass and flatlands and all these things. So there's a lot of potential for to sow seed. And think about that. You are a natural type of sowing. Hallelujah. If you can sow, hallelujah, the first thing the farmer does, he grabs the seed, the kind of seed he wants to plant, hallelujah, but he cannot bring it forth. It only comes forth by what? Faith. Because <laughs> he can't make it grow. He has to operate in the laws of faith. Hallelujah. And what is the first law of faith? Planting it and believing that it's going to come forth. Hallelujah. See, that farmer, he doesn't plant it and then sit there and watch it. No, he walks away from it by faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. He goes on and milk the cows and feed the hens and give the slop to the pigs or whatever else he has to do on the farm. He goes and take care of that, believing that that seed has been sold in the right conditions. Believing that whatever he planted is going to come, hallelujah, is going to come up on its own as long as the conditions are right. <laughs> oh, my, I'm about to say something heavy to you. A farmer never plants a seed out of season. So when God sent the prophet, oh! When God gave us this word, it was definitely in season. And for you to hear it, you heard it in your season. Hallelujah. You, some of us may have heard it four or five times before we surrendered. Hallelujah. But once, hallelujah, we made the contact with the elements of the law, you couldn't stop that seed from coming forth. And what are the elements of the law? The elements of the law is water and sun. Water, there's three. Dirt, water, and sun. 
Hallelujah. And all three of those elements caused that seed to come forth. But I want you to understand something. First of all, the sower had to plant the seed. And as he planted it, hallelujah, he sowed it by what? Faith. And our Christian journey, our walk, is a walk of faith. Hallelujah. Faith is a revelation. Let's go. Hallelujah. Let's read this. Listen. He says, now, it is a revelation. For the revelation is faith. You cannot have revelation without it being faith. Faith is a revelation. This message of the hour is not head knowledge. It's a life revealed unto you of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen. He said, faith is a revelation because it's something that's revealed to you. Faith is a revelation. Faith is something that has been revealed to you like it was to Abraham. Now listen what your sowing should do. He said, hallelujah. Like it was to Abraham, that could call anything contrary to what had been revealed to him. See, real faith will call doubt anything, hallelujah, anything that's not, hallelujah, in in cohesive order with what's been revealed, a lie. That's what Abraham did. Even though he walked and he made mistakes. Even though he walked and he fell, he came up short, hallelujah. He had to get to a place where he could sow back to God what was given to him. That's the whole gist of my message right there if you catch it. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, my. He says that, that could call anything contrary to what he had been revealed to him as though it was so. Now, faith, hallelujah, that's what faith is. The the revelation of God, the church, is built upon revelation, the whole entire body, hallelujah. We're built upon, hallelujah, understanding who God is. So, when you truly have a revelation, when you get sick, faith is supposed to bring you to who God is. (laughs) So, if you really got faith, Hallelujah. When you get sick, it brings you to the revelation of what? Jehovah Rapha. (laughs) Faith, real faith, can only bring you to the absolute truth of who God is. Because that's what real faith is doing. It's revealing, hallelujah, the abundance of God. But before we get there, I'm kind of feeling this in my spirit. Some of you need to learn how to sow Mercy first. Because <laughs> we want to see all the power of God and all these great things and all this and that, and we sit and we condemn the works of God. We condemn one another. We watch one another's lives and we say, oh, I know this ain't right, and I know this ain't right, and this and that, and blah, 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 and everything, and we're sowing. We're sowing into somebody else's life. Hallelujah. Criticism. <laughs> We're sowing into somebody else's family doubt. But what I want you to understand is you reap what you sow. (laughs) Hallelujah. It has to come back to you. So we have to be careful. Hallelujah. The Bible says we have an opportunity 
to sow into one another's life. Hallelujah. Those who are of the same household of faith. We have an opportunity to sow back into one another's life. But what the enemy does, he gets us looking at one another through the prospect of the five senses, which has nothing to do with faith. (laughs) Hallelujah. The prophet of God says, if you can declare it with your five senses, it's no longer faith. (laughs) And that's what the enemy tries to do. He tries to get us in a place where we're living by these five senses, even in church. We're watching how things move. We're watching what people do and all these things, and we begin to judge it with our eyes, judge it with our ears, judge it by how we feel. They shake my hand, and it was kind of cold. All these other things that has nothing to do with who we really are. (laughs) Don't put me in your five senses. Because in your five senses, you'll be looking at me and you'll be like, Brother Diggs ain't that attractive. Your eyes are lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. You better use your God-given faith. Hallelujah. Because in my eyes, hallelujah, how could a child of God not look like deity? Hallelujah. If you use anything else, you will see something wrong with it. If you're using your five senses. Hallelujah. So, listen, church, as we sow, let's sow faith. Amen. Hallelujah. And you reap back unto yourself what you give out. Oh, my. Now, if I can get into this for a second, I ain't going to be long. Y'all know I'm about to close. But there's two things I want to connect with faith. And they're really all the same thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is what? A revelation. And normally to operate in that revelation, it takes inspiration. (laughs) I'll prove it to you. This is what the prophet of God says. Now, faith is revealed to you, right? Listen to what he says. He says, watch just a moment. When Abel by inspiration comes, no beauty, but he came in inspiration. He had no Bible to tell him it was a lamb, but God revealed it to him. If he revealed it to him, it was what? A revelation. And if it was a revelation, he came with that lamb by what? Faith. (laughs) So what was he doing? He was sowing back to God what God gave him. Woo! Hallelujah. Now I want you to catch how powerful this was. Hallelujah. Just like, hallelujah. See, we read the Bible and we think, wow, that's the first time that ever happened. No, hallelujah. These two scriptures are connected. Hallelujah. What Abel did, hallelujah, and what the woman with the blood issue did was the same thing. Two different scenes of perfect faith, hallelujah. One by, both by inspiration and both had to do with blood. Woo! Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Let's look at Abel first. God says, okay, boys, now it's time for you to come and worship me, honey. Now it's time for you to come and worship me. How? By revelation. But their worship has to be inspired by something. Hallelujah. So here comes Cain. Cain is inspired by what? Fruit. No life, no substance. Something that's going to die and rot. Hallelujah. Something God, hallelujah, couldn't bring back to himself. Imagine God being fruity. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't believe. I'm thinking on it before I say it. Brother Ed, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't believe there's any fruit that God ever typed himself after of. So look at the inspiration Abel was catching. And look at the inspiration Cain was catching. Cain was catching a type of fruit and plants and all these things when God is not in any of that. It was the wrong revelation. It was the wrong inspiration. He was sowing to God something God couldn't receive. And now here comes Abel. Abel comes, hallelujah, and he he catches something. He says, hey, I need to go get a lamb, but not just a lamb. A lamb was what? A type of God. So his inspiration is catching up who is catching who God is in the realm of faith. Hallelujah. While he's walking by faith, he's catching who God is. So he pulls out a lamb. Until that time, God never called himself the Lamb of God. He hasn't even been crucified yet. Hallelujah. So his inspiration is picking up the cross. Woo! Real faith, hallelujah, will pick up the truth of who God is. Are you with me? Now he's picking it up in his service unto the Lord. He's sowing back to God, and now he's picking it up how? By faith and inspiration. And now he grabs that lamb, but now his actions is going to show what he believes. See, your actions will show what you believe. Imagine Cain, his actions. In the presence of God. Oh, this apple good. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's good. And God is like, boy, this ain't a time to eat. This is a time of sacrifice. And now here comes his brother, hallelujah, grabbing the lamb. And the lamb is so submissive, it's just following that pull. Hallelujah. It's just coming as Abel is pulling it along. And then Abel takes a rock and begins to hack it up. Hallelujah. Look, everything Abel began to do began to show that Christ was a type of his revelation. Now he has a rock in his hand. (laughs) The rock of ages. Hallelujah. Oh, my, the stone, hallelujah. Oh, my, that was in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Abel is picking up every inspiration, every type of God in his service of sowing. And now he picks it up and he grabs it. Hallelujah. And he begins to hack it up, hack it up, hack it up, hack it up. And watch it, church. Adam and Eve is sitting over there blown away. Because he's catching the inspiration that it was blood. 
Hallelujah. And now Adam and Eve is sitting over here saying, Eve is looking at Adam and saying, did you tell him? Like, no, I didn't tell him anything. Well, how did he know it was blood? Remember, we walked out of the garden wrapped in blood and skins. Who told him? Adam is like, not me. It must be a revelation. <laughs> and now her own son, hallelujah, he's picking up what she did. <laughs> he's picking up what it took to forgive their sins. And now he's, he's offering to God, hallelujah, God, now look at this action of faith. What is he sowing? He's sowing, Lord, forgive me for my wrongs. Lord, forgive me for my life. Hallelujah. Church, he might not even have done nothing that wrong because he was raised in the household of a man who knew what it was like to be a God. But now he's picking it up. While he's sowing by inspiration that his sins need to be forgiven also. Amen. I hope you're catching it. Amen. He offers this bloody lamb. Hallelujah. By what? Inspiration. It was revealed to him. Nobody told him about it. Look, he didn't have a message book like we have. He didn't have a Bible like we have. It came solely by what? Inspiration. And as he sold, hallelujah, he reaped the evidence that God was pleased. Oh, my hallelujah. Glory. Listen, he says, no inspiration to tell him that it wasn't. Cain said, well, reasoning is fruit. Hallelujah. They must, have, they must eat apples and so bring fruit and offering and Jehovah will receive it because it looks better than that. Hallelujah. Than what that would be. So Jehovah will receive this. No, Jehovah didn't receive it. Why? Because he was not connected to the revelation Cain was sowing. Now we're going somewhere. I want you to Ride along with me for a second. You know, I, you know, you just have to realize I'm a jumbo jet, and sometimes it gets shaky up there. But don't worry, the bigger the plane, the easier you get through it. Hallelujah. You know, there's a lot of turbulence sometimes when you come to church, but don't worry, just strap in. Hallelujah. Listen, hallelujah. He says, now I, I, I want to read this to you also. Listen to what the prophet God says. Sir. Now this is when he was talking about the boy that was uh, raised in Finland and how he was hit by a car and his eyes were going to be out and everything and all these things and, and, and now it's happening right before him. It's happening right before him. God already gave him, they wrote it in their Bibles and all these things and now what God has showed him was now taking place and what is he going to do? He says, I said the child doesn't raise up from here, from this dead then I'm a false prophet, hallelujah. He was so, hallelujah, sold out with what he believed in God. Hallelujah. The boy is dead. He's looking at the boy, hallelujah, and he was so inspired by the vision he had, death couldn't make him believe otherwise. Woo! Blood couldn't make him, hallelujah. The blood he saw coming out of his eyes, the broken bones, all that stuff, couldn't make him disbelieve in what God had revealed to him. 
What are you saying, Brother Diggs? All the things that's taking place in Canada, America, Africa, whatever, is not enough to make a true believer disbelieve what God has revealed. Because church, just like the prophet, we're walking right up to that prophecy and we're looking at it. Everybody all right? I'm going to skip on down. He said, read it off the fly leaf. How it will be in the country. Lapping rocks and so forth be killed. And on and be on the right side of the road. I said, there is nothing that can stop it. The situation, the situation is already under control. When you believe and you're walking by perfect faith, you're walking by the inspiration of what's been revealed to you, hallelujah, and you stand on it, it's a situation already under control. You look at your children, hallelujah, and you see they messing up and they're making bad decisions as long as you stand on what you believe. It's a situation under control. No matter what people say, no matter how much people talk, hallelujah, what are we standing on? We're standing on the promise of God. And I don't know about you, but I got a promise for all of mine, hallelujah. What's the promise? The Holy Ghost is unto you and your children. Now, y'all may not believe this. Y'all may not believe this, but... I'm the manifestation of my mom's promise. Because <laughs> when I was out running wild, running the streets and all this stuff, she was a devout, born-again Christian, hallelujah, who kept praying and who kept saying, she told me this one day. She said, son, because I asked, I said, mom, what made you keep going when none of us were serving the Lord when you was the only one? She said, God gave me a scripture. <laughs> That's what the church needs to get back to, brother Ed. We need to lay before God. And we need to say, God, you are, hallelujah. You are a deliverer. You are a healer. Hallelujah. You are, amen, everything that I need. And I'm not going to get up until you reveal it to me. See, what we've been doing, we've been letting God off the hook with intellectual faith. Well, God, yes, Lord, I know it's going to happen in your own time. Yeah, it is. But the problem is we're not desperate enough. So it's own time will happen when you get desperate enough. But what if you speed it up by getting real desperate today? Hallelujah. Get real desperate today. Hallelujah. And see what the Lord can do. Hallelujah. Because remember the shooter might woman, Hallelujah. She wanted to make, with my inspiration, she needed a contact. That's right. That's right. She was already a Christian. Hallelujah. A woman filled with the Holy Ghost knew this word to be true, but she came to a space in her life where she needed a contact with God. She needed to know that the God she was serving was even real as the automobile, even real as sitting in church, even real as the voice of the preacher. She said, Lord, I'm just like that shooter, Mike. Where's my Elijah? 
See, her faith brought the God of history up to the present. That's where we are, church. It's time for us to stop just reading these messages as good quotes and see them to be demonstrated in our lives. Hallelujah. And you know, I know some of you had praying parents. I'm a product of one. And my heart's desire is to have the same God that my mom had. <laughs> well, I would go do something crazy and I'd come back and confess it. And she'd be like, yeah, I already seen that God showed it to me. I asked him to forgive you. <laughs> Are you about to go somewhere, go do something dumb? And she already there praying about it. Saying, Lord, don't let him do that. Lord, don't let her do that. Amen. See, where are we as a people? Yeah. Where are we with our faith? What are we sowing? Right. Now, I'm going to show you how powerful sowing faith is. Yeah. Hallelujah. Oh, my. Amen. Everybody all right? Yeah. I know y'all got a clock somewhere, but I don't quite know where that. Because y'all know I'm just, I just be all over the place. You know what it is? I'm a germ. I ain't a COVID germ. I'm a holy germ. You ever seen a germ of a microscope? It ain't doing like y'all doing right now. You look at that germ under the microscope, it's alive. It's moving. I wonder how many of you are a germ of faith tonight. Is it moving? Are your prayers coming back to you answered? Is it moving, church? Hallelujah. Oh, my. Where was I? Oh, my. But listen, let's move forward. Let's get to this woman. Now, this woman in the, in the scriptures, now we know that it was faith that revealed it to Abel. Now, this woman, the Bible says that she had a blood issue. It always comes back to blood. Hallelujah. Say so she had a blood issue, and the scripture says she suffered many things of physicians. So the doctors wasn't helping her. Hallelujah. Your hope for diabetes is not in the medicine the doctor's giving you. Hallelujah. Your hope for grace disease or whatever it is that may be resting in here tonight is not in what the physicians can do. Hallelujah. Yeah, oh yeah, I can feel it coming. Yeah, Brother Branham say, we thank God for doctors and this and that. Well, let me shock you. That ain't my testimony. My testimony is... Now, you believe how you want to believe, but my testimony is God gave me Isaiah 53. Hallelujah. Claim it by faith. Walk with it and let the inspiration of it, hallelujah, take you into something deeper. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you something, hallelujah, that we've heard over and over and over and over, but when are we going to step into it, hallelujah? Hallelujah. The prophet of God will say, hallelujah, the things, hallelujah, that the enemy has done to pervert the word, hallelujah, is not even real. Whew. 
It's not even real. It's a perversion. Listen. (laughs) I'm going to say something heavy now. I want you to catch it. And this is the challenge. Hallelujah. And, I, you know, I've, I've, been, I've been criticized for believing it wrong. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've been, criticizing, I've been criticized for just believing all I need is Jesus. But listen, we know that the prophet of God say that Satan, hallelujah, was at the right hand of God, right? Say he was God's help in everything until iniquity was found in his heart. He wanted to be just like, he wanted to be what? He wanted to be just like, he wanted to be what? He wanted to be just like God. He wanted to be what? <laughs> just like God. But all he couldn't do was what? Create. <laughs> Hallelujah. He could inspire, mm-hmm. but he couldn't create. And you can catch the inspiration, but sometimes it might be the wrong inspiration. So that's why it's very important to have the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Because Hitler was inspired. But look what that inspiration did. It killed millions. Listen. Sickness is a perversion of what? Healing. Right? And if the devil, oh, my, don't catch me, take, take your intellectual hats off. Sickness is a perversion of healing. A lie is a perversion of truth. Hallelujah. Right? Everything the devil does is a perversion of truth. It's not a creation. So if it's not a creation, what makes it real? You believing in it. (laughs) It's your faith that makes that sickness real. (laughs) Remember, the devil wants to be just like God. So the only way he can get you to serve him is to believe in him. He has no power unless you accept him. So, if cancer is a perversion of my healing and cancer's not created, it's just doubt. That means it's not even real. You make it real by the acceptance of your faith. That's why the prophet will come and say, let's get some of the make-believe out of the church. Hallelujah. He said, let's get them. He said the church is in a space right now where we can move into the power of God and get some of the make-believe out. Make-believe is you believing in sickness that's not created. It's our imagination making these things real. It's the acceptance of doubt allowing these things, hallelujah, to come into our lives. 
because Satan can't create. So all he's doing is getting you to doubt the original way God made it. I want everybody to take your, your intellectual cap, throw it down and stump on it. I'll make it real simple. Can Satan create? Can Satan create? So where did cancer come from? It came from your faith. <laughs> it came from their faith. Hallelujah. It came from our faith. Anything that we, hallelujah, accept in our life, hallelujah, we accept it by what? Faith. But what if we push back on it and we call it doubt? It'll never exist. I hope I, let me, let, let, let me move on because I don't want you to dwell too much in that because some of you are thinking like, how do I get out of it then? You know, I've gone to the doctor and they've shown it to me on the, on the, on the x-rays and all these things. And yeah, because you believe in it. <laughs> That's what makes it real. Hallelujah. We accept it in our lives. It's like the prophet of God said, he says, hey, you can't stop a bird from uh, flying over your head. But you can stop it from building a nest. Hallelujah. A place where you dwell on it. Amen. And what we do, they got so many words of acceptance. Hallelujah. We have so many words of acceptance right now in our culture. Hallelujah. That we're giving the devil permission to run rapidly. You know, a word, and I might have said this last time, it's a word that's, that, that, that we've accepted as people, that we've accepted as Christians, and, 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 and we don't even understand what it's doing to our spiritual journey. And because doctors have made prescriptions and they normalize these things, and, and we just use this word like it ain't nothing. And it's, I can't stand it. It's called my anxiety. How often we hear one another say, my anxiety, listen, my anxiety, my anxiety. You know what anxiety is? Fear. So you're claiming fear. Fear produces what? Torment. Torment comes from where? The devil. Don't let the devil give you, hallelujah, vocabulary that comes from unbelief. Anxiety. God has not given us the spirit of fear, of love, power, and a sound mind. Oh my. Praise be to God. But, church, you look at this woman. She suffered many things, blood issue. But what I love about this woman, Jesus didn't even come to see her. Oh my. My alarm going off. See, I'm mindful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh my, give me about 10, 15 more minutes. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Listen, church. This woman, she was, she was, she was in the way. Remember, I believe this is the story where the centurion. And Jesus met and Centurion would say, hey, my daughter or my servant is, 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 is homesick and all these things. And Jesus would say, I'll go see him and so forth. Jesus was going to take care of somebody. And this woman was in the way. 
and the whole crowd and everybody else in the midst of church, just as real as you, just as real as you coming in your automobile, just as real as you coming to church, just as real as you hearing my voice, this lady, hallelujah, was sitting back with that blood issue. She suffered for 12 years with in the midst of a big old crowd, and she saw Jesus, and what happened? Inspiration started to fall on her. She didn't have a scripture. She didn't have a quote. But she did have inspiration. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And how could inspiration fall on her like that? Because she had heard what Jesus had been doing. <laughs> Hallelujah. She heard what Jesus been doing, hallelujah, and now she see him, hallelujah, and now the revelation of who he is is being revealed to her, but church, she has to act upon that inspiration. She can't just say that's a good quote, that's a good thought. She has to put it into action. Faith without works is dead. What is inspiration if you don't act on it? It was just a good thought. And now, church, she's seeing Jesus, and inspiration is falling, and something begins to come to her that's never been written in the books. Something is, is being revealed to her that hadn't happened to anybody else. In a voice of inspiration begins to tell her, if you can touch the hem of his garment, you will be made whole. What was he saying? If you can make a contact with Jesus, your life will be changed today. Your life will be changed tonight if you could just make that contact. And you know what she did? I want you to catch the spiritual inspiration. She began to run through the crowd. Hallelujah. There was a whole lot of people came to the meeting. And she began to run up there. And she got up there with her buddy. She probably was tired and falling down. And she bored some people. Excuse me, sister. Excuse me, brother. Excuse me. Excuse me. And she probably fell down, touched the garment. What happened? She sold faith. Where did she sow it? Where did she give that faith? She gave it to Jesus. She sold faith. Then she went by her business and she reaped the evidences of her faith by God giving her a total healing in her body. Not the next day, not a couple hours later, but as soon as she caught the inspiration and acted on it, she received what she believed. Hallelujah. Church, she received the revelation, hallelujah, of her life right back to her. What are you saying? She gave God faith, and in return, God gave her faith back to her. In healing. 
Oh my. Are you with me? I'm about to close. Don't get nervous. Listen. What was going on right there? Now the prophet of God says she didn't really get it from the touch of the garment. It wasn't the garment that produced the healing. It was the revelation. <laughs> oh! oh my! It was the revelation. Hallelujah! What revelation? God is a healer. <laughs> Hallelujah! Because true inspiration will always bring back the truth to you. Hallelujah. The Bible says when the spirit of truth comes, hallelujah, it'll show you things to come. Hallelujah. And she's sitting over here, hallelujah, catch the inspiration of the spirit of truth. And what was it showing her? That if your faith can touch Christ, you'll be made whole. She touched touched him and went and sat down. And Jesus said, who touched me? Who touched me? Peter, one of the disciples said, Lord, what you mean? All these people touching you. He said, I ain't talking about like that. This wasn't a five senses touch. (laughs) This was a touch of perfect face. No matter who was around, she was focused in on what God had revealed to her. What did God reveal? God revealed to her that he was a healer. So she gave that faith back to God. She sold that. Hallelujah. She sold that to God. She said, Lord, I believe that you are a healer. And she went up there and touched his garment. And Jesus said, yes, I am. Be made whole. Just by a touch. Making a contact. Church, a lot of times people make contact, but they're not changed. We want a contact to be affected. People come to church, make a contact with the spirit, feel the anointing in the worship service, but they still walk out of here and listen to crazy music. (laughs) Why? That wasn't a contact of inspiration. That wasn't a contact of revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. It was the rain falling on the just and the unjust. But when you become one with that touch, when you become one with that touch, I'm going to show you what's happening. Listen, I'm going to read these last, this last quote or two, and I'm going to get out of the way. Listen, this is what the prophet of God says. He says, amen. Because every obstacle from human beings that they might be connected like in the Garden of Eden. Now, man, I was going to choke it, but I'm going to say it. Man is omnipotent. You don't believe that, but he is. A man fully surrendered to God is omnipotent. Remember, he said, you got the power, you just need the faith to operate the power. Hallelujah. Man is omnipotent. That's fully surrendered now. That means somebody who has the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. He says, whatsoever things you say and don't doubt in your heart, it'll come to pass and you can have what you, what you say. He said, what happened when two omnipotents meet? When God and man comes together, two omnipotents, something's got to shake. 
Brother Diggs, what are you saying? I'm saying, hallelujah, what will happen if you give your perfect faith to God? Oh, my. Whatsoever you said with the creative power of omnipotence of God, knowing that he promised it, and he said in his word, creates a power that goes out yonder and brings things to pass, things that is not. It makes them as though they are because two omnipotents have met. What will happen tonight if you sow faith back to God? Listen, I'm going to read this one and I'm going to try to get out of the way. This blew me away when the prophet said this. He's talking about that woman with the blood issue. He said, that's when two positives meet, see. That's when two omnipotents meet, see. When one omnipotent she had. One omnipotent she had. Operators, take it down, take it down. Take it down. We're going to come back to it. I want y'all to catch me. Pay attention to me. Don't read ahead. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, two omnipotent meeting. And he said, one omnipotent she had. She was all powerful. Her faith was perfect. In inspiration, going through what she believed, it was omnipotent faith. Okay, bring it back up. He said, see, when one omnipotent she had, she had perfect omnipotent faith in Christ. And Christ was omnipotent. See, she had perfect infinite faith in Christ. Church, the prophet used the word that you only use when you're talking about God. What's that word? Infinite. Hallelujah. We always say we're finite, but the prophet of God say she had perfect, infinite faith. That means her faith was without error. Her faith was without weakness. Her faith couldn't make no mistakes. Woo! Oh, my. Brother Diggs, what are you saying? I'm saying tonight in this church, the ones who came by automobile, the ones who came in church, the ones who are hearing my voice also have perfect, infinite faith that needs to be sold back to God. What was it all about? Her perfect, infinite faith He said that he was the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. What was she giving to God? She was sowing to God. Say, Lord, I know you're a healer. And this is what I'm going to give to you. I'm going to give you my offering of you being a healer. And I believe, and I know if I touch the hem of your garment, I'll be made whole. She was giving God perfect, omnipotent faith. That's what she sowed. And as she sowed it, she reaped the evidence. He said, whatever he asked God, God will give it to him. In other words, she said, you just speak the word. 
That's all you have to do. Whatever you ask God, God will give it to you. Oh, my. He said, that's the omnipotent all power because he just said so. See? All right. And he was all powerful. That's when two powers, two omnipotent powers meet together. It's a contact then. But Zeke, what are you saying? I'm saying you reap what you sow. You sow to the flesh, you're going to reap the evidences of the flesh. You sow to the spirit, you'll reap the evidences of the spirit. And like this woman, she had a problem in her flesh, but when she sowed, she sowed faith to God. She didn't have a prayer meeting talking about what the devil doing to her. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't went to all these physicians and, oh, Lord, if I just, ooh, if I could just see you, I'd be all right. No, she saw Jesus, and as she saw Jesus, something began to happen. <laughs> Everything else that she hadn't went through prior to that time didn't even matter. It wasn't even in the same, hallelujah, the same boat. Because when she saw Jesus, all the things that she heard, hallelujah, it was right there becoming a reality. So, Bill Diggs, what are you saying? I'm saying tonight, what if you give back to me what I've given you? Because by God's grace, I believe I've been preaching the word. And if you've received the word, hallelujah, and you give the word back to God, you have to get the evidences of what you believe. Hallelujah. That moves me out the way. That moves anybody else out the way. It's between you and God because the revelation is about who Jesus Christ is. So let's sow faith. Sow faith, make it contact, and reap the evidences. Remember, hallelujah. Give me a couple more minutes to show you how easy it is. Remember, hallelujah. There was a woman who had a child, and they were running out of food. And it was getting real sticky. And now she only has enough to bake, uh, I believe it was two cakes or one cake or whatever. And then God comes through the voice of a prophet and he says, bake me a cake first. Can you sow? <laughs> Can you give back to God if he's asking of you? Or are you looking at the situation? Is the situation too great in your life? Hallelujah. To give God in that moment. And look, she knew she was going to run out of food, but then she caught the inspiration, hallelujah. And she baked the cake, hallelujah. She said, I'm going to bake this cake, hallelujah, for you and me and my child going to die. And once she baked the cake, she reaped the evidence. What was the evidence? She never went hungry again. Because she sowed faith. Hallelujah. 
Oh my, what are you sowing to God's kingdom? Hallelujah. You know, hallelujah. Some of us are blessed so we can be a blessing to others, but we're too busy trying to keep it all to ourselves. Listen, the prophet, he used to take a journey, not, 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 not William Brandon, but Elijah, he used to take a journey, go back and forth, take a journey, go back and forth. I can't remember the exact place, but he used to go back and forth, back and forth. And one day on his journey, there's a woman who saw him walking. Right. And she said, you know what? She went to her husband. She said, hey, honey. She caught her inspiration. Say, hey, honey, why don't we make a room for this prophet? <laughs> she was being inspired. She was catching something, hallelujah. What was she catching? She was catching her deliverance. Because look, in her catching what the prophet needed, the prophet needed a place of rest. Hallelujah. And as, hallelujah, she gave the prophet rest, God gave her evidences in her womb. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah. Look, she gave, she said, she said, hey, you've been coming back and forth. Me and my husband, we made you a chamber. Hallelujah. So when you come to this place, you can come rest. And then the prophet says, what does she need? <laughs> Woo! Show faith and reap evidence. She showed faith and God gave her the child she'd always been wanting. What are you sowing? Come, musicians, come. Come. Come, musicians. There's another young boy in the Bible who just learned how to trust God. In some of the most ridiculous circumstances, he was on the backside taking care of some sheep, <laughs> just doing what his father asked him to do. He's taking care of these sheep, and then a lion comes, ah! and something fell on him to believe, you can take this back, <laughs> and he took it back, didn't tell nobody about it, just went on about, kept on living in faith, hardly. Then a bear came, hallelujah. Oh, my. And that same faith rose up again, hallelujah. And he took it back. And he didn't tell nobody. But what was God doing? God was getting him ready for something greater. Hallelujah. Because his faith was on a level of no other man in his kingdom. Hallelujah! Goliath stood before the whole army of Israel, but none of them had the faith to fight him. There was only one person that could fight him. There was only one person that believed that their God was the true champion. And that was David, hallelujah. David said, hey, your head, hallelujah, is going to be cut off today. He said, because you defy the army of the living God. And he sold back the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And God couldn't help. Amen. If you give God faith, God can't help but honor it. Why do we think denominations are so blessed with they reaping and sowing? Because it's a law. It's a law. God honors the law of giving. He honors the law of sowing. But what we do, we look for quotes not to do it. <laughs> Brother, Brother Branham said, we ought not to pull for money. 
Last time I checked, I ain't Brother Branham. <laughs> Hallelujah. Church, there be needs within our body. Hallelujah. And instead of us sowing into one another, we look for ways to try to get out of it. Sow and reap. Hallelujah. How many with me? But so more towards the spiritual than the natural. And sometimes just an honest prayer, praying for somebody. You know, God put that person on your heart and you get down and pray. What are you doing? You're sowing into their lives. You know, you ever, you ever been at, those of you who are singers, you ever uh, was at home and a song came on y'all and you said, when I get to church, I'm going to sing that. And you get to church and sing it and then you, you leave it out of church and somebody came to you and they say, I needed to hear that song. What happens? You were sowing into their lives. Hallelujah. Or maybe you got blessed with an extra amount of money. You come to Brother Ed and say, Brother Ed, I want you to sow this. You, you do whatever you feel like. And then Brother Ed gets it. Somebody calls him with a need and he gives it. Hallelujah. What were you doing? Sowing into somebody else's life. And you reap the evidence of faith. Hallelujah. What are you talking about, Brother Diggs? I'm talking about Perfect faith is here tonight. And if the devil try to take this away from you, I want you to remember three things. You drove here in a car. Amen. Somebody say amen. Yeah. You came to the church. What say, Brother Johnny? Correct. You heard the preacher's voice. Correct. He said faith is just as real as those three things. Now this is the question. Not letting the devil tell you you didn't experience those three things. <laughs> I, I, I feel like lingering here because I, I feel like the enemy is trying to snatch it from somebody in a carnal realm. Hallelujah. No, no. Church, he said it's just as real. And even on the same tape, he said it's just as real as that baby making a noise. Now, ain't no baby crying, so that's why we're using the automobile. That's why we're using sitting in church. That's why we're using hearing my voice. Can you hear my voice? It's just as real as my voice. What you stand in need of tonight, you can receive just as real as you hearing my voice. The healing you need, hallelujah, is just as real as you hearing my voice. The deliverance you need is just as real as you hearing my voice. We are children of God. It's time for us to live in the inspiration of it. Let's stop intellectualizing the things that the prophet says and let's live in application. Let's apply it. When you get in your car tonight, I want you to rehearse it to the devil because he might try to steal it from you. Get in your car and say, I'm driving the automobile. 
all the way home. I'm driving the automobile. It's just as real. Make it a song. I'm driving the automobile. It's just as real. I'm driving the automobile. It's just as real. Make a song out of it. And I'll give you a key to what was preached tonight. I couldn't preach this here if somebody couldn't fulfill it. Let's stand together. I'm living by faith. Daily life, personal life, step by step. Amen. I care not today what tomorrow may bring, if shadow or sunshine or rain. The Lord I know ruleth or everything, and all of my worry is vain. I'm living by faith in Jesus above. Stay.